Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled that you're here, and I'm here. Holy cow. Uh, Mm. There is always um, another exciting thing happening. And what I am realizing just today, just today, you know, I had this massive uh, kind of tragedy in my life recently. No one died or anything, but it was just a pretty big deal. And what I, what I was wondering is like, why, why was this thing representative of old frequency and it needed to be like up, up leveled? Um, what, what is the reason for this tragedy? Right. And I was not upset about the tragedy. (laughs) Strangely enough, I wasn't upset about it. Um, until this morning when I went to ask my dad for help and I recognized it wasn't the tragedy still. So what was it? Why was I crying on the phone with my dad? And my throat was closing up. That's that throat chakra. It loves to like shut down when there's beliefs or programs that are keeping us um, from speaking in our truth or maybe even knowing our truth. So, um, and you know what it is? Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Okay. So I couldn't understand it, but I was really curious and I was wanting to understand it. And so when I looked at it, I thought, well, here I was calling to ask my dad if he could possibly help me. And it was, it, maybe it was something important to me or something I cared about. And I don't know if I was worried he would say no. I don't think so. Maybe it was just even the act of having to ask for help to someone who I had a belief that I couldn't ask for help or, you know, I'm not even clear on it yet. But big picture, if I'm sharing this with you, is because I really believe now, because I was feeling this when I drove Bella to school, and this was like the big picture, right? Not the little bit. There's a little picture in there that, yes, the fact that I had this like massive reaction to calling my dad and talking about this experience, it lets me know that there is um, belief systems and programs that were ready to come up <laughs> around my dad that I didn't know I still had. And I thought that was really beautiful. My dad's a wonderful human and, you know, he's doing awesome stuff with his life. And um, so I'm you know, I don't, I don't have any sort of conscious overt, you know, or surfacey anything of worry or concern or fear or anything, no negative with my father, but we have these old programs and beliefs that we bury deep within us. And if they're not cleared out, they will resurface in weird ways. And for me, this was a strange, strange way. So the big picture though, that's my little picture You might be able to relate to that. You might be able to have a different perspective on some situation in your life. But the biggest picture is here I was wondering, why would this tragedy happen? Like what, 
is the purpose of it. And I know there's always purpose. I know there's always like some better outcome. I'll look back in five, 10 years and go, wow, I'm so glad that happened. Or it was amazing that that happened right then. So I was curious, like, what is the big picture? Well, one big picture I just received this morning has to do with the fact that when we have a tragedy happen, it is an opportunity to release uh, the the stuff within us. And I talk about releasing all the time because I, I yawn and I'm telling you that's release and screaming is releasing and throwing up is releasing. It's all releasing. Crying is releasing. I don't know if I said that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a blur here. So we release all the time uh, in various ways because we have to readjust our bodies. Dogs yawn to release. You know, if you ever see a dog in um, a confrontation or a trauma, afterwards they'll yawn. And that is to realign their bodies. They're releasing out that tension and that energy and the fear and the anger, whatever it was, and they're reacclimating to self, to self in alignment with nature. That's what that is. We're realigning with self. So when we have a tragedy happen and it affects us, right? It's only affecting us because the stuff deep within us says, aha, this is a perfect opportunity to get out. It's a perfect opportunity to be released. So it's coming up in those moments. And then we say, oh, it's about this tragedy that happened. It's not about the tragedy, but fortunately the tragedy was the tool for this release to happen. So this this tragedy that I had, it's going to take me months to um, to walk through, and it might even take a year uh, to walk completely through it. But I'm like feeling as though like this is the whole Phoenix thing. You know, my daughter's name is Phoenix, and she's all about the the mythological background of that. But it's just kind of like what's going to come out of this? What's going to be born from it? And allowing myself to be open to that highest good. What is the highest good? Now I'm getting excited. Now talking about this with you, I'm getting really excited. What is the highest good? What is going to come out of it? (sighs) So cool. And if I can be open to my highest frequencies and then above that, right? Letting go of these old floors, letting go of these old beliefs, old programs. What comes beyond it? What is it? What comes higher than my current high frequency. What is the next high frequency? You know, I, <laughs> I had this tragedy happen a couple of days ago. I mean, it came to my attention a couple of days ago and I was just like, holy cow. And yesterday I was very inspired to fast. And so I started a fast and I think this is part of the clarity, part of the receiving clarity for what's to come. It's very cool. Like, I have no idea. Like, to me, it's just like walking into um, a foreign land, literally. Walking into a foreign land. You know, I've never experienced anything like this. Um, and, you know, when I went to Europe, it, it it never ceased to amaze me. Like, I've been there like four or five times. I, I can't remember how many times. But it never ceased to amaze me that when I landed, it felt foreign. Everything seemed foreign. But they have houses like us. They have airports like us. They have 
taxis. They have they have things. They have roads like us. They have trees. They have, you know, so much of it is similar. And I found that I'm able to bring that feeling of being in a foreign land to my own country. And sometimes I imagine, you know, I'm on a train through Germany. Or if I was on a train in Germany, would I be looking out and thinking this looks like America? Or would I be feeling it differently? And a lot of times I would feel it differently. Because just the idea that I'm in a foreign land, right? And so I'm feeling that now. I'm feeling this foreign land thing. But it's way bigger than, oh, the town I'm in. Um, the you know it's way bigger than that. It's way bigger than the country or the town, or um, you know where I've lived for however many years. You know it's way bigger than that, and it has to do with the fact that there's this tragedy that happened. I mean, using the word tragedy because I just want you to understand and comprehend that it's a big deal, without going into details about it. Um, but it's a big deal, and 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 for most people, they would consider it a devastation. So I'm not able to go there because I'm not that attached to the things in my life. And also I have a practice. I have a practice of letting go. I have a practice of letting go of not only thoughts and beliefs and things, but, but things, things, you know, like things. And I'm not identifying with my things. So I'm just going to step forward into this tragedy. Like it's a practice. Like what is the practice? You know, I watched a friend of mine whose property was flooded um, with like two and a half feet of water. And I, I don't mean his house. I'm talking about his land, his farm. And it was flooded with brackish water. And he was pretty devastated at all the work he had done to bring it to where it was and then to see it underwater. And um, he had to deal with it on a moment by moment basis because he didn't know how high it was going to get and it kept coming up. And uh, to the point where he had to bring a chickens in his house, you know, because it was too windy to keep them on a deck and they couldn't swim and all this stuff. But, you know, I watched him walk through it and it took enough time that things for things to return to the right water level, like a day or two. And then he had to assess things and he was so overwhelmed. There was nothing he could do up front. But I, he had built this farm. He had raised the land. He had raised like seawalls. And when this happened... He was devastated. It was a tragedy. And this is the kind of tragedies I'm talking about. The kind that like make you question, like, why are you doing what you do? Why do you spend so much time doing what you're doing? Is it worth it? Is there, is there a rhyme or reason for it? And it didn't take long for him to begin to take hold of things and return them to where they were. Now, the wild thing is, it didn't take him near as long to get it back to the place it was beforehand, even though all of the dikes under his house were, were, you know, pulled out and he had to haul sand and and dirt and all this stuff to rebuild. He had to rebuild what he had built because it was torn down by all of this water. And, um, and he had to re, you know, constitute the soil. He had to get the salt out of the soil. There was just so many things, but just little at a time he did it. And it was beautiful. And and before any time at all, he had it back to high functioning. And it was pretty much all done. And even more than that, it was he had um even more than that, he had gone above and beyond. He had taken it above and beyond that. He had 
done, you know, like now, between then and now, there's been massive improvements. So things are way, way bigger. So this is, I guess what I'm saying is that our frequency is ours and the frequency you choose to hone into and be at today, to be at on a daily basis. And mine is very high. I like to consider that it's in joy or love and that's what I want to be in and that's what I want to share. Well, whatever your high frequency is, that's easy to go back to if you choose to. And when we go back there, we can then harness all of the new that came through the events or tragedies or disturbances in our life. So I am looking forward to stepping into this situation. And I know, like, I know that just inch by inch, you know, that's what Ursula says, inch by inch, life's this inch. And I believe that so much. And I, I believe in just being present and looking at what can I do right now? What can I do in the next 15 minutes in the next 30 minutes right now, though, right now is all that matters. And if right now I need a break, I take a break. If right now I need a nap, I take a nap. If right now, um, you know, I, I have to get a drink of water. I get a drink of water. If right now I have to go visit a friend, I go visit a friend. So it's really being in tune with self so that the process is right on point with the highest good. The, the process right now is right on point with how to serve the highest good of all and how to stay um, in a state of love, a state of high frequency how is all of that to happen? Like how, uh, what is the, um, what is the tool or mechanism for that? And can I continue moment by moment to come back into that, ah, that perfect place, you know, that perfect place where I know what is of true, um, value and what isn't and true value being what is love? What is love and what can be love in the moments of tragedy? You know, and my first example with that, with the experience I went through was just all the people who contacted me to um, share how much they wanted to help and step in. And it was really beautiful. So um, that was really lovely. And I'm appreciative of that. It just like I, I was so, it was more than appreciation. I was just blown away by the people who I wouldn't have expected to step forward and to say, I want to help you. And, um, it was so beautiful and I'm not dependent on that. That's a place where I'm at. I'm not dependent on the help. I know I can move forward on my own and I don't know if the inspiration's coming little by little and by my holding the highest frequency possible, I can see solution that would have never been accessible in any other way. I can see possibility that wasn't there yesterday. Um, so yeah, just having this conversation with you, and as I know it's a one-sided monologue conversation, um, it has helped me to recognize that I'm excited to see what this births, not only in the physical space, but also within me because of the depths that it's reaching into me in so many ways, including, you know, asking my dad for help, including accepting help from others, including going through every single like 
um, like tactile situation I have ahead of me um, of cleaning and, and going through my things and stuff. It's just like, it's going to be huge for letting go. It's going to be huge for going to another level, which evidently I'm ready for. This wouldn't have shown up. You know, it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. So I am uh, extremely blessed to be having this life right now in this moment and to be experiencing everything I am. It is huge and I'm really, really excited. So, um, holy cow, I'm going to let you go with that. Uh, Send me lots of love, will you? Please just close your eyes and send me lots of love. Expand your heart energy to include me and my friends who are helping in my homes and my animals just send me lots of love so that, <laughs> so that we can we can share in the expansion and the fun thank you thank you thank you um have a wonderful wonderful day bye now Mwah. thank you for joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.